new on Curiosity Stream. This bear's walking right at me. We'll see if he wants trouble or not. Follow filmmaker Casey Anderson as he gets an unprecedented face-to-face -face look at Alaska's fiercest carnivores on the Tracker's Diary, Bears of Katmai. Plus, why is a tiny island in the Pacific one of America's most crucial outposts? Discover the truth behind this mysterious Trans-Pacific stopover on Extremities Wake Island. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. My name is Ty Bartolanio and I'm the radio host and host assistant for the New Heights Show on Education and the New Heights Educational Group. I would like to remind everybody that this show is pre-recorded on Fridays and focuses on youth and issues affecting them. The topic for today is pickpocketing and shoplifting among youth. Generally defined, pickpocketing is a type of theft crime that occurs when a person uses dexterity to take another individual's property or money without them knowing. Most times, movies usually depict someone committing the offense by bumping into another individual and slipping their wallet out of a pocket or sliding a watch off their wrist. Although the act seems like a petty offense, in Nevada, it is actually a serious crime that is charged as a felony. Pickpocketing is known as taking for someone's personal use the property of another person without that person's consent. This act also distinguishes um, pickpocketing from robbery. Robbery offense is a more serious crime that involves using threat or force to appropriate an item from the alleged victim. When a person commits pickpocketing, the person is the, the, the victim is unaware that anything has been stolen from them. Shoplifting, on the other hand, remains one of the most frequent crimes committed by adults and juveniles, with one in four youth admitting to having shoplifted before the ages of 12 to 16. There is no typical shoplifter. People who steal from stores can be any age, race, gender, uh, different social and economic background. The estimated 27 million shoplifting offenders and the cost of their repeat offenses 
are a daily drain on criminal justice and retail resources alike. Since community response to shoplifting is often inconsistent and unclear, shoplifting remains Shoplifting remains and continues to escalate, putting store associates, customers, and communities at risk. And here are some facts regarding shoplifting. The frequency and magnitude of shoplifting results in nearly $50 billion in retail crime annually. Approximately 1 in 11 Americans are shoplifted. 550,000 shoplifting incidents occur per day. Stores lose more than $45 million a day to shoplifting, and communities continue to lose the corresponding tax revenue. Shoplifters sometimes say they are caught on average just once in every 49 times they steal. Chronic offenders say they are arrested once in every 100 times they steal. 79% of criminal justice professionals surveyed state that shoplifting is a get gateway to more costly and violent crime. And lastly, each time an offender enters the criminal justice system, the cost to taxpayers is upward of $2,000. There are different motivations for shoplifting, which will take me to the types of shoplifters. What are the motives for each type, and why would a person continue to shoplift in spite of the negative consequences? There are seven types of shoplifters. They include the active compulsive, a professional, an addict, a poor shoplifter, a thrill seeker, an absent-minded shoplifter, and a kleptomaniac shoplifter. For an addictive compulsive shoplifter, about 50% of all shoplifting cases can be described as addictive compulsive. Often there is um, some kind of trigger for the first shoplifting experience but after the first rush they become addicted many in this group struggle with repressed anger and may exhibit signs of other compulsive addiction such as alcohol use overeating shopping drug use or gambling they may be coping with significant personal problems or emotional stresses they may be in therapy or on medication for depression. These people often give to others and don't take care of themselves. These shoplifters can usually afford what they shoplift and often have sufficient money on them at the time of their arrest. Typically, they will steal items that are inexpensive and give them to others as gifts. If they are carrying other items, it is likely many or most of them have been paid for. If caught, this type will usually show guilt, shame, or remorse. Often, they will break down and cry when caught and confronted. 
they tend to keep their shoplifting a crime, um, a secret, and fear others will find out. They are normally more concerned about how others, such as their friends or family, will be affected by the shoplifting than they are about personal consequences. And lastly, they may offer to pay for the stolen merchandise. A professional shoplifter. Professional shoplifters account for 20% of shoplifting losses and often shoplift multiple expensive or high-end items at a time. They usually steal as a part of their lifestyle for profit or greed. They are usually underemployed or as um, shoplifting may be their full-time job. They also tend to be unmarried to avoid dealing with suspicion about their lifestyle. They may be addicted to drugs or gambling. These shoplifters sometimes work with accomplices or are part of a shoplifting ring. If caught, professional shoplifters are likely to resist arrest or attempt to flee stores' premises. They may be carrying um, items to help circumvent security systems like um, scissors, overcoats, or expandable clothing. They do not appear emotional or remorseful, often remaining cool or calm. And they usually do not answer questions and avoid providing information about themselves. An addict shoplifter, though these shoplifters account for only 10% of all shoplifters, they also typically steal expensive or high-end items. Their motives, however, is to steal the goods to support another addiction, such as drug use or gambling. They sell the goods for money, to buy drugs or alcohol, or to pay their debts, or to continue gambling. If they have a history of substance use, they may be in possession of drugs while shoplifting. Sometimes they may carry signs of gambling addiction while shoplifting, such as lottery tickets, casino chips, or betting slips. They may look sickly, agitated, unkempt, or show symptoms of being high on drugs. This type of shoplifter is likely to have repeated arrest for shoplifting. They are not as careful or as skilled as the professionals because addiction can interfere with perception and awareness of their environment. They are likely to resist arrest too or attempt to flee the store due to fear of arrest or because they are in an addictive state. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Taibat and I've been talking about pickpocketing 
and shoplifting now we've talked about what pickpocketing is about and what it means to shoplift and i've been talking about the different types of shoplifters now i'll move to the poor shoplifter a poor shoplifter still out of real or perceived economic need this group shoplift out of survival instinct to help themselves their families or others they may have suffered a recent loss or life-changing event such as a big move a divorce death of a beloved someone or illness they are also usually underemployed or unemployed or have been recently laid off as such their dress or hygiene may be poor this group of shoplifters often have children they tend to steal inexpensive items and necessity items such as food dapper toiletries kids clothes and um, medications after shoplifting they generally feel scared or remorseful the percentage of shoplifters in this category fluctuates with unemployment rate and the state of the economy the thrill seeker thrill seeker shoplifting is an early stage of shoplifting this group includes um, teen youth before they become addicted and these may later move to other categories of shoplifting as well also included in this group are adults who well, occasionally shoplift and people who have a pattern of thrill-seeking behavior. This kind of shoplifter is not usually motivated by anger, depression, loss, or anxiety. They are primarily teens motivated by boredom, rebellion, or pressure to fit in. The shoplifting is often done in groups and the thrill-seekers usually steal inexpensive items. Teen shoplifters often have problem in school as well. They are often impulsive and have signs of attention um, deficit disorder. They may engage in risky behaviors outside shoplifting such as drugs, smoking, and reckless driving. The next is the absent-minded shoplifter. We all agree that accidents can occur sometimes this type of shoplifter is genuinely surprised when caught for shoplifting as they are unaware that they are shoplifting unfortunately most stores and courts have become skeptical about any um, real accidents in shoplifting forgetfulness can result from conditions like seizures panic disorder or just from the horrid rush of life alzheimer Usually, these shoplifters make no effort to conceal items because they are unaware of their shoplifting acts. They may not be carrying any other items or purchases. If they are, most or many of the items they are carrying have been paid for. And lastly, on the types of shoplifters that are talking about is the kleptomaniac shoplifter. This is the least common type of shoplifter. Kleptomania is a, a rare impulse control disorder that occurs among only 1% of shoplifters. 
the items stolen are usually inexpensive items that they don't need or can't even use such as multiple same item or clothes that don't fit them kleptomaniacs are usually women older than age 20. they often seem tense or anxious when shoplifting they sometimes steal items near the checkout line because their anxiety may increase while waiting in line. They may be in therapy or on medication for anxiety or obsessive compulsive behavior. This type of shoplifter may have a history of arrest. If caught, they often use explanations along the line of I don't remember taking it or I don't know why I took it they usually do not respond angrily when caught and what are some of the the causes for shoplifting it is um, difficult to pinpoint exactly why people steal because shoplifters act for a variety of reasons according to new health advisor about one in every 10 americans shoplift every year and what is interesting is that 75% uh, of shoplifters say they had no intention of committing this crime before entering the store shop they, they claim that shoplifting is unintentional or at least could be deterred only 3% of shoplifters fit the um, stereotypical criminal profile those who steal so that they can resell the items for cash or drugs then you continue to ask yourself what are other reasons why people shoplift some of the top reasons include um, financial difficulties this is because they cannot afford such item such as maybe dapper um, like i've highlighted before low risk because it's a crime that rarely gets caught peer pressure peer pressure is one reason why people shoplift some might do it to maybe seem cool or daring some do it because their friends shoplift and they want to be part of the group some people shoplift because they want things their classmates have but they cannot afford them some shoplift to see what they can get away with they do it as a way to challenge authority or they may get a rush out of doing something risky that has the potential to get them in serious trouble others do it as a way to get attention from parents or friends a few people shoplift because they see it as a way of getting back at a store they don't like or a company whose values they question but shoplifting really affects the store as much because it affects the people who shopped there. Some stores may add the cost of shoplifting into their prices, which will affect people shopping, thereby paying extra. Emotional problems. Some they seek emotional um, thrills, temporary thrills, and kleptomania because this is a psychological disorder 
Some of the potential um, penalties include pickpocketing is a felony offense and the penalties a person could face for a conviction depends on the value of the item taken. If the property was worth less than $3,500, the crime is charged as a category C felony. The individual could face between one and five years in prison and up to $10,000 in fines. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the new High Show on Education. My name is Ty Bartolanio and I've been talking about pickpocketing and shoplifting. We've talked about the seven types of um, shoplifters and the causes for shoplifting. While we are currently looking at the penalties that shoplifters and pickpocketers may fix. Taking property value that $3,500 or more results in a Category B felony charge. This offense is punished by between 1 and 10 years in prison and up to $10,000 in fine. Shoplifting can be a real struggle, especially for those who are stealing due to an addictive situation. Getting caught shoplifting can be a lot more serious than people may think. Some of the things that can happen to shoplifters include they may be arrested and paraded through a store in handcuffs, they may face charges for theft, they are banned from stores or malls. People who have been arrested for shoplifting, especially if it's more than once, may end up with a criminal record. This can make it harder to get a job, get into college, or do other things they want. People don't have to get caught for shoplifting to affect their lives. Some people may feel guilty or ashamed of what they've done, and it can cost the person self-respect or the respect of others. Sometimes, people lose friends who decide they don't want to be close to someone who doesn't have the same values with them. Solutions to shoplifting and pickpocketing one is to watch your peers' behavior as a youth so as not to be influenced negatively towards pickpocketing and shoplifting. It can be hard to raise tough topics like shoplifting with a friend. Try saying that you're concerned and that you don't want your friend to get hurt in the long run. Lots of people simply don't know how serious the penalties for shoplifting can be. And then sometimes friends are looking for other people to give them feedback about their choices. Um, just talking about it may help your friend think more about what he or she is doing and why. If you think it's wrong to take things without paying for them, please say so. You can state your own point of view without giving your friend a lecture, putting him or her down or being judgmental. 
simply say what you believe um such as i don't think it's right to take things without pain sometimes it takes courage to speak up like this but saying nothing can send that shoplifter friend of yours the message that you're okay with the behavior when you can't talk to your friend yourself or you're worried that the problem is too big to tackle alone discuss it with a counselor or other trusted adults such as your friend's parents parents should bridge communication gaps Youth things might shoplift for many different reasons, including acting out, trying to look cool, rebelling, looking for attention, or because they see friends doing it. So, so they do it to get things that their friends have that they cannot afford. It helps to try to explain what might be causing your teen to shoplift and to talk to her or him about it. Try to explain that he or she is not just taking something from a store or from their friends, but is stealing from the people who own the store, contributing to higher prices for other customers, and committing a crime that can have consequences such as a criminal record. Many parents find that um, seeking professional help from a doctor or therapist is the best way to, to deal with their children who are who who had shoplifted particularly if it had happened more than once mental health professionals and organizations such as the national association for shoplifting prevention can provide valuable information and help if you are a youth managing a store greet customers as they enter the store Attention is good for business and bad for shoplifters. Watch customers' behavior. Uh, uh, are they watching you? Are they trying to distract you by asking about the product to look in the back room for a tissue to use the bathroom to call another store attendant? Are they darting their eyes and these nervous hands are frequent clues? Be on the lookout for people carrying large purses or shopping bags or who wear unusual bulky clothing. Shoplifters need a place to conceal items. Pay attention to the condition of the bag and the store name on the bag. Be wary of distracting situations. Professional shoplifters often work in pairs, like I've said and they try to distract the store employees while the others shoplift. Shoplifters obviously shop together, distract, and they arrive at different times, and they, they, they most times do as if they don't know one another. But in reality, they are partners in crime. Sometimes children are involved in shoplifting, which is really sad. They, some customers, some shoplifters use their child as a distraction to shoplift or they, they even make the child shoplift while ensuring that the, the store employee are not paying attention. Then finally, beware of customers that might switch price tags on clothing in order to get them cheaper.
And here is where I'll be drawing the curtain for today's show. You can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org. Don't forget to check out our previous editions of radio shows on radio.newheighteducation.org. Be sure to join me every Friday as I discuss yet another issue youth are facing. And remember, a troubled youth is a troubled adult. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.